This is the whitest dancing. I've ever seen. <laughs> the Come worst. on, challenge accepted. We, the worst. we can go whiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like if Steve Jobs did a PBS special to teach kids about hip hop. Hey, kids! <laughs> hip hop can be technologically advanced. Say no to drugs. Here's right. a YouTube track. It's the <laughs> rap stylings of Bill Gates. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I forgot about the U2 tracks. I called like five so people bad. that day going, did someone hack my phone? Why do I have – I would never have U2 on my phone. I'm All right. You follow our next guest on the Twitter at Stefan Molyneux, YouTube.com slash Free Domain Radio. His new book – well, not new, The Art of the Argument.com. Mm-hmm. We did a whole series, a couple of mock debates, so you can yep. go read that. Stefan Molyneux, how are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you doing, Steve? I am doing okay. Now, is, this, is, this a, is that the Chinese collar there? You're this? Re- no. Oh, okay. Just all black, so I can't see the contrast. Now, just straight up color. I thought you were just doing starting to get into the Eastern mysticism or something. A that always happens when a professor comes in and they choose the Chinese collar. You're like, no, oh, I just assume it's like you're you going to get a Marxist boot print on your ideological forehead. That's why I assume <laughs> that is. It's, <laughs> that like, is it's like watching Peter well, Joseph dress for a, a shot in his one of his documentaries. It's like, oh, here comes the Mao. Yes, exactly. I had a professor that was actually oh, not a professor, drama teacher in high school. Her name was Mrs. Jandro. She actually was a great drama teacher. She knew a lot. I learned a lot about sort of a, a controlling your body, acting on stage combat. But she one point when she was I don't remember what we were arguing about. I think it was maybe Native Americans. And I just said something and she said, oh, that's so right wing. I was 12 and I went home and I said, dad, what is this? She yelled at me that I was right wing. That's how I learned it. It was from my Asian, not my Asian collared drama teacher. Yeah, cultural appropriation. Which segues nicely into our conversation, the civility of the left. At 12 years old, my drama teacher was berating me. How have you been this week, Stefan? Well, I have been enjoying watching your interactions with some lovely leftist open-minded people who love reason and evidence on campus. And this is the thing that to me is, I don't, I'm not left-wing, I'm not right-wing, but I do enjoy spending time with people who don't call me Satan for having different uh, perspectives, opinions, facts, reason, evidence, data. This to me is one of the great challenges. Like it has become like the religious warfare that, that plagued Europe for a couple of hundred years. It's, it's where the difference of opinion is not a difference in interpretation. It's not a difference in source data. It's not a difference in reasoning, good or bad. It is good versus evil. To disagree with me is evil. And that is fundamentally a fragmented, holy horror of Christendom when you had the, you know, and Baptist warring with the Swingalians, warring with the, you know, other Protestants and, and the Calvinists and so on. And everybody was trying to kill each other for 300 years because to disagree was evil. And it's like, it's so weird to me that the largely secular and atheist left is manifesting some of the worst and most deplorable habits of extreme fundamentalist religiosity while all the time claiming to be rational and secular. First off, I appreciate you attempting to reappropriate the term deplorable. I I see how you fit that in there. Secondly, if you don't want to be referred to as Satan, unfortunately, you have the gray patch that grows in this way. You're going to have to dye that. Thirdly, no, I think you are absolutely uh, correct. And, um, you know, it's, it's, Here's something else, too. I'll talk about this later in the program. To disagree is evil, but acts of evil, as we just saw in Florida, blamed on inanimate objects. There is a fundamental incapability of accepting that evil exists and acknowledging it for what it is when it's clear, when we should all agree. Hey, listen, someone mass murdering people, that is evil. No, no, no. At that point, it's just it's it's maybe mental illness. It's about the gun laws. No, no. Let's talk about it from evil first and then let's move on. But when it comes to disagreeing, for example, male privilege is a myth. Well, that's evil. And that's what I find so crazy about it. It would be one thing if they just refused to acknowledge the concept of good and evil all around, but they don't. 
oh man, these people use the dead more than uh, voodoo magicians. Because what they do is if, if people had done their job, you know, do your damn job and we can have our freedoms, right? If the FBI had done their job after being repeatedly warned about this guy. I was just reading this morning that one of the families he was staying with told the cops, oh, this guy had guns to people's head if they had done the jobs. The police had been called 39 times to his house because of right. elder abuse or child abuse, because of like random horrible stuff that was going on. There was ample warning. There was, if, if those laws had been enforced, if, if shooting a gun in the neighborhood, blowing up chickens with his gun, if that law had been enforced, this guy would have been off the streets. So the fact right. that the police doesn't do their job, that the police don't do their job, the fact that the FBI don't do their job, the fact that 16 child services was called and should have been doing their job, the fact that 16 different bureaucratic layers didn't do their job, well, that means you lose your fundamental rights to own a gun. Come on. If the government can't do its job, they will do a terrible job of restricting gun ownership anyway. So why should one series and layers of government incompetence lead to another stripping of rights? No, just have them do their jobs and we won't have these problems. Oh, sounds to me like Stefan Molyneux doesn't care about children. Doesn't care. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like dead. Satan, Mr. Satan, on your hands, Mr. Satan. Wait, wait. In his hands. The mask slips. Slips. <laughs> the mask slips. <laughs> It's all a front. For 51 years, it's been a front. It's going to slip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lay low. Lay low for 51 years and then just come out of the woodwork. No, it's, it's a it long, really bald is. con. Let me tell you that right now. Yes, exactly. I will appreciate your commitment to character. Daniel Day-Lewis could learn it from you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is remarkable. Of course, I think you answered your own question. They don't want to acknowledge the fundamental incompetence of government. And of course, they have a penchant for stripping people of actual fundamental human rights like that of self-preservation. Uh, and I will say this. Listen, you know, uh, people talk about disagreeing. I've disagreed with some people on the right in the sense that a lot of them go too far and say, well, oh, we have, it's a mental health issue. No, no. It's a violent past issue. It's a past of violent transgressions because we don't want the uh, the government to be able to say, well, you know what? You, uh, you you took Xanax as a teenager. You can't purchase a firearm. Now, I know plenty of people who have mental health issues. And one thing, too, I don't want people out there to not pursue mental health assistance for fear of losing their rights. That's something that's lost. And I know the right is looking to counter the left, and so they sort of simplify it. Well, hold on a second. Let's look at this person. Like you said, 39 notifications, including violent actions. And by the way, this is all – this should all be on a background check just just got my new uh walther background yeah. check asked you any felonies any violent misdemeanors or domestic abuse it's just it just wasn't reported this is why i like trump he just sidesteps all of it just goes after bump stocks yeah. <laughs> That's right, Bump because shots. because belt loops is too hard to say. No, and here's the funny yeah. thing, too. I don't like this mental illness stuff, too, because mental illness, let's just say it's a little bit of a fluid term. I mean, how many psychologists yeah. and psychiatrists out there who think that Trump is mentally ill and right. would love to take away his rights? Uh, how many boys stuck in terrible girl-centric schools with really biased anti-boy female teachers a lot of time, and that bias has been very clearly recorded? It's like, oh, you have mental illness. You must, you must now take amphetamines because you're not fitting into a terrible school that hates you for being male. And it's like... I don't right. know. I don't. It's such a slippery definition. What is mental health? I mean, under the Soviet Union, you were mentally ill if you didn't love communism. Uh, clearly, you needed to be uh, have horse tranquilizers shoved up your nose because you weren't adapting to an insane environment. Or your ass. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. way too slippery a term. <laughs> it's like, oh, having having trouble taking away people's rights. Well, we'll just slap an arbitrary label called mental illness on them, and right. next thing you know. 
Well, and the problem is the right concedes that ground because they want to stand uh, constitutional in the Second Amendment, as they should. They go, yeah, yeah, hold on, mental illness. And they go, no, hold on a second. We want people to be mentally healthy. We want people to get help if they need help. And we don't want them to be afraid to do that for fear of losing their rights. Like you said, I mean, I have family members who lost two parents very quickly. And someone prescribed them antidepressants. Now, that's a bad doctor. You know, It doesn't mean that this person is bipolar, certainly not with comorbidity. Does that prevent them from being able to ever defend themselves? This is something that a lot of people throw out and they try and act as though it's common ground, like, oh, yeah, let's agree, mentally ill people. It, it, it's not okay to say hashtag not all Muslims, but then hashtag all mentally ill mm -hmm. people. There's a big spectrum, as it were. And also, many people who claim to be on the spectrum who really aren't. Maybe that's a silver lining there. People will stop claiming to be on the spectrum. Like, oh, I have Asperger's. Well, now you can't buy a gun. No, 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 wait. I'm just an asshole. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I just cold-hearted. Well, here's the thing, too. Everyone should understand this, that mental health is going to become the new Nazi. Because you, you know how that game worked right. over the last couple of years. You you hate Nazis. Yeah, yeah, Nazis are bad. Yeah, I hate Nazis too. Nazis are the worst. Do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah, Nazis are the worst. Psych, you're a Nazi. And, and so that, <laughs> you know, that is, we don't want that. So it's going to be like, yeah, mentally ill people shouldn't have guns. Okay, maybe I'll take that argument. That's fine, right? Oh, everyone on the right is mentally ill. No guns for, like, you know how this right. definition works. They get you to agree with the worst thing around, and then they expand that definition to include everyone except themselves. That is an old con that's been going on since the French Revolution. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. It's been going, and people, when people say, oh, that doesn't happen, it can happen very, very quickly. Sure. And it's also why I don't want President Trump or his administration to have the ability to determine that, just as I wouldn't want Barack Obama's administration. I want the guy in office who doesn't want the job, who wants to do as little as humanly possible. This knee-jerk reaction. And by the way, this is why this happens right in the States. I know up there in Canada, you guys don't have the rights of protecting yourself, unfortunately. You use a Lego gun and it instills fear in a criminal and all of a sudden you guys can be charged. Uh, gun ownership's pretty high in Canada, man. Uh, you you may be rifles. less than fully informed of that. But anyway, go on. <laughs> No, well, not in Quebec, where I was from. In Quebec, it was insanely difficult. We knew one person ever growing up who had a handgun, and it was like, oh my God, it's in the magical yeah, but, class. Yeah, but they death. speak French, so. This is true. This is true. <laughs> they have French origin, uh, and we're still smarting over the French Revolution, so clearly it takes a little while to get over that jumpiness regarding all of that. That's true. And we can classify the French as mentally ill, certainly French Canadians on the spectrum. But uh, yeah, no, it, it is remarkable that this is, they, they jump. They pounce right now because it is a wildly unpopular issue. I don't know if you saw the Young Turks. I thought it was hysterical that they put out, do you support an assault weapons ban? And 83% of their audience said no. <laughs> um, it, this is their chance. They, they have to politicize it. And we were just talking about this earlier. Listen, everyone has a right to speak. Doesn't necessarily mean you have a right to be heard by everybody. But uh, it also just shouldn't determine policy. I don't know how that's controversial. You don't care about kids? No, it's not that I don't care about kids. I don't trust them on a lot of things. Certainly not when it comes to determining my rights. They just learned how to make chocolate milk yesterday. You think they're informing policy today? I, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, so, Stefan, though, the question to you is, why don't you care about children? <laughs> well, this comes down to this question of root causes. And I always find that the left loves to play whack-a-mole with effects, which ends up with your rights being whacked away. And they refuse right. to deal with root causes because a lot of times the root causes are people who vote for the left. So what are some of the root causes around uh, school shootings? Well, one thing that's in common um, of the entire list, I think it was 26 people that CNN put out of school shooters, All the, only one of those 26 school shooters had been raised from birth by his biological father. Ooh, maybe we found something that might be a bit of a clue, which is fatherlessness. Right. 
maybe a lot of these kids, of course, are on these psychotropics, these SSRIs, these mind-altering substances, which have labels about how dangerous they can be in terms of suicidality, homicidality, uncontrollable rage, and so on. We've got uh, these kinds of issues. And we've got alienation within neighborhoods, neighborhoods fragmenting to some degree due to diversity, a loss of neighborhood trust, a loss of community trust. The schools are getting worse uh, and worse. And bullying is a big, huge problem in schools that administrators rarely ever deal with effectively. You've got families fragmenting uh, all over the place. You've got a sense of nihilism because p- kids know how much they're being born into, like $100,000 worth of debt uh, just to be born, $1.7 million worth of unfunded liabilities. There's a lot of root causes and root problems to do with this, but the left doesn't want to deal with that. Because the right. left wants to fragment the family, so they don't ever want to point out to the negative effects of fragmenting the family. The left loves single moms because single moms vote for the left. They vote for big government because they're not out there in the marketplace for the most part. They're sucking up government goodies. So the left yeah. doesn't want to alienate their base, but unfortunately, it's a lot of their base that's contributing to this stuff. So then they make it a right-wing issue to take away guns because they don't want to deal with the root causes they've supported for the last 50 years. And I think, listen, we do have to get going here, but I think you boiled it down. That root cause, the main cause before anything else, like you said, aside from one, is fatherlessness. And that's where you can get to correlation causation. People go, well, they're on these antidepressants. These new- yeah. Well, a lot of them are because they're mentally disturbed because they weren't raised with a father. So before you get to the down the trail, boom, like you said from birth, no dad. We've talked about that. It determines whether you're likely to graduate from high school, go to college, have a successful marriage, have successful relationships, have healthy relationships, go to college, end up in prison. All of these things is daddy in the home. Thank you, daddy, for coming by. That is Stefan Molyneux, theartoftheargument.com. We appreciate you, sir. But uh, again, if you don't want the Satan label. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. We'll leave that in the maybe. Maybe.